Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. It is already week four of this new year, 2023. And for those of you that celebrate the Lunar New Year, Happy New Year for um, uh, yesterday, the weekend. And uh, Pam's going to let us know all about January the 23rd, that week, starting Monday. I'll be back for our meditation as usual. And hi, Pam. What's in store for us this week? Yes, hello. And here we are in the year of the rabbits. So it's, as I said, for those of you who have or have not yet listened to our annual recording, uh, this year is going to be more about creativity, movement, adapting to the changes that are all around us. So on this day, the 23rd, the moon is in the sign of Aquarius still after that new moon energy yesterday. And it still holds energetically a big charge for a lot of transformation and good fortune. So those of us who wake up on the early side, pre-dawn, excellent time to do prayer work, uh, intention, thinking about what you want to manifest for yourself and for the wider world. And the moon goes void, of course, at 5.19 a.m. Eastern time, all the times I give her Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. And once the moon is void, of course, what happens is we're in this period, which is more about organization, follow through, reflection. It also depends where the moon is transiting your personal horoscope. So if you know where Aquarius is in your personal horoscope, that can tell you a lot about the area of life you might be focused on during this void time. But in general, we say when the moon is void, of course, which means it's not making any more geometric aspects to any other heavenly bodies before it changes sign. Basically, what's happening is we're not as emotionally attached to outcome. So it can be a really good time to be involved with things that ordinarily might throw you one direction or the other. And so people tend to perhaps target things that they don't want to feel attached to as to what the outcome is. On the other hand, anything that is important, uh, meetings, discussions, uh, reaching out to someone you've not yet engaged with that you really want to make a connection to, 
that's not generally a good thing to do when the moon is void, of course, because once again, not strong emotional attachment. So the moon enters Pisces at 12.36 p.m. on this day. And once it's in the sign of Pisces, it's energetically in a really strong place to work with the energy of this new moon cycle, which so much is about transformational changes that have beneficial outcomes. And what happens is when we, the nice thing about when the moon is in Pisces, which some people don't find it so easy because it's a, it's a water sign, it's mutable energy, it's very amorphous. So people who have strong Pisces placements know that they can be very sensitive to the world around them. And this has its pluses and minuses, because when we think of that kind of sponge energy, um, we want to absorb what we want to absorb, not necessarily everything that's around us. So the nice thing about these couple of days is that when we're working consciously, we can really move into something that we've been trying to make happen, trying to unfold, develop a certain way, because one of the things that's going on is that the other planets that the moon will engage with as it travels through the sign of Pisces is, is showing that this is really an excellent time to step up, to tap into the energies that give us revelation, that offer us change. One thing that is important on Monday, uh, once the moon is in the sign of Pisces and in the afternoon, late afternoon, evening, is that some people may be feeling angry, frustrated, um, wanting to cite or uh, air out a grievance. And this isn't necessarily bad. What's really important, however, is that we engage in constructive dialogue. So if you feel the temperature is rising or that someone needs to get a lot of thoughts out but isn't really receiving information back, then the lovely thing to do is to just let this be a reflection. So in other words, if someone needs to cite a lot of difficulties, passion, uh, frustration, anger, it's very valuable to receive the information and mirror back. So the imago work where uh, someone says this is how I feel or this is how I see things and to reflect back I hear you say you feel this I hear this is how you see things so that you can really open up what might otherwise be an impasse to soften the dialogue and and get the it's 
the thing about when we have very strong beliefs, passions, and anger, and certainly be part of that frustration, is the foundation of that can get very compacted. It can be very hard. There's not a lot of movement or area to move it. But over these next couple of days, there's so much ability to work that soil, soften ideas, bring in different perspective. There's so much power in being able to receive another's point of view, even if it feels very antithetical or threatening, and then speak it back so that the person who's throwing it out can actually hear how it's received. And so there can be great movement when I look to Tuesday where a lot of softening, receiving, being able to work different dialogues and situations can absolutely happen. The other thing that's going on on Tuesday, which is incredibly auspicious, is that the sun in Aquarius makes a sextile picture to Jupiter in Aries. So this can be a day when we're really able to work with ideas and uh, open to opportunities, abundance, good fortune. And it happens when we see those little chinks in the, the foundations that people held so dear of whatever they thought things were like. And that really can be absolutely fabulous for feeling as though you're grabbing on to something that allows you true accomplishment in a way that's empowering and transformational. The best way to utilize this is, again, early morning hours. I, I wish I got up as early as I used to, but it seems as though as we honor our body and see what our body needs to do, mine is just going through a different cycle here. But those of us who wake up at 5, we're really in this position to just really enjoy that meditation and sharpening the intuition. If you're not an early riser, you can also write those, keep those notes or intentions or wishes underneath your pillow of this new moon unfolding. And uh, it subconsciously is still doing the work, whether you're conscious or not. On Wednesday, the 25th, the moon goes void, of course, at 11, 12 a.m. So that morning is still quite dynamic for working with these in intentions and allowing this process of creative unfoldment to occur. Very, very strong days for asking for what you want and believing that it's going to happen. The moon goes void, of course, at 11, 12 a.m. on Wednesday, and it enters Aries at 1.48 p.m. Now, once it enters the sign of Aries, we're in this time where the energy isn't as flowing as it's been the past few days. 
And part of the reason is that we have a lot of big energy that's coming in. The planet Jupiter is in the sign of Aries. So the moon-Jupiter conjunction speaks a lot about this is what I want and I want it now. And so that can be fabulous for some of us. And it may work really, really well with uh, big ask, big personality, big, big reach. The important thing is to keep in mind that whatever that big ask, big reach, big grab is, that there is a reckoning that comes with it. That means that uh, I'm not necessarily talking karma unless it's something that was grabbed that wasn't really intended for um, the person who grabbed it to grab it. (laughs) But I am speaking about how it's really important that whatever it is that you might want, embrace, go for, is something that you're really equipped to handle. And what I think of when I look at this and the power in it is that it's just because we might want a certain machine or or weapon, or car, just a thing, whatever that may be, or or it could be a position. I want to be the leader of this group. We have to be able to really deal with everything that comes with it. So somebody can want power, can want to be the head or the person in the room that everybody's looking at, but you have to be able to handle it. And I, I'm remembering, <laughs> oh, I just say, uh, here's, here's an image, because I'm thinking of a lot of very strong images, but let me, let me share this image. When my daughter was really little, um, she was in a ballet class, decided she didn't like ballet because it was way too structured, but she was always good at dance, not a lot of natural agility. But there was this one girl and mother who wanted to hurt, you know, the daughter to be the lead or the person who was the first partner out or whatever it was, because the kids were paired up and there were partners and there was a lead. And so my daughter just was like, sure, whatever, she wants it. So day of the performance, I'm backstage with the girls And the kid didn't want to go out. The kid looked at the audience and couldn't deal with it. So when it was my daughter's turn to run out on the stage was supposedly her partner who was already there. So my daughter goes out as kind of the third wheel. She just dances by herself (laughs) with all these other kids paired up in exactly the way she was supposed to, which was, you know, wonderful for me as a mother. But I just looked at this kid and her mother who were so distraught. And I just thought, you got to be able to stand up to the power when you ask for it. 
So this is the story that I give you for these couple of days. Um, and, and yes, it can be the reckoning that also empowers us. And that's not a bad thing. But if you're going to step up to that, or if you're forced in a situation where you're in it, stand in your power and meet it. So these two days, strong days, uh, and, and they can be very empowering, but they are reckoning days and can be whew, lift. Up. I, I expect to see a lot of action in the news on these two days, especially on um, probably Wednesday and Thursday. The Venus enters Pisces at the end of day on the 26th, which gives this lovely kind of few weeks where there may be an emphasis on the arts, on magic, on music, on and for some of us, we naturally live there anyway. And for others, it, it can lift you into something that is quite distracting and lovely. So enjoy it. January 27th on Friday is this very dynamic point that was we were leading up to the past couple of days. And and the moon goes void, of course, at 4.01 p.m. on this day. So that might be the, the strongest screws to tightening as we go into late afternoon for some of us. And then the moon is void in the sign of Aries. Just a good time to kind of get energy out in a healthy way or way that your body's used to and comfortable with. And the moon enters Taurus at 6.42 p.m., which gives us, sets up a lovely restorative weekend, especially after those kind of intense days. And so the best way to enjoy this is do things that are restorative. Get in nature if that restores you. I don't see how it couldn't restore anyone. Or um, lie or be somewhere that... You really find comfortable, sumptuous colors, things that you love to eat, uh, people who you love to be with, get hugs. I mean, I'm always a proponent of hugs anyway, but especially on Friday evening, Saturday, we are in this sort of, I just want to feel, be here, enjoy the pleasures of being a, a person on the earth and really just pleasure or feel the pleasure of your physical body even if you're in pain or experience pain put yourself in situations or things that give you a sense of the pleasure regardless so the scent of flowers um, soft fabrics, um, things that you might enjoy tasting, the company of people who hold your hand and spend time with you. On um, So the moon does not go void, of course, until the wee hours of Monday morning. And therefore... Therefore, Saturday, Sunday are days of real enjoyment. The major piece to talk about for this weekend 
is the enjoyment is magnified for those of us who have honored our commitments and take responsibility for the the necessary things to enhance the joy of the days. So that can mean paying attention to time, paying attention to certain obligations, and most of all, being grateful for the time we are here on the planet. And now I turn it over to Susie. Here, here. Grateful, 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 grateful for Pam for always providing such a tremendous uh, help for us to navigate the week. So thank you so much. And let's jump into our meditation. So I invite everyone to sit as still as you can. Just find that gentle place of repose. And just for 10 little short minutes, come into a place which is just you right now, just you. You, your body, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, just you not what's going on in the world, not what's going on outside of you, not what's going on around you, just you. And as you take a few deeper breaths, feel that comfort and that peace that comes from being alone by yourself on your own time, in your own space. And as you take a few more breaths, just feeling the body settle down. And let's bring our attention today to the second chakra, which in the system that uh, we're working with today, is considered the water chakra. It's the second chakra, which is just a few little spots beneath your belly button inside there. If you visualize a beautiful cone of white light or a cylinder of white light that reaches from the top of your head all the way down to your coccyx or your perineum. And within that cylinder of white light sit the seven chakras. At the base, at the coccyx, is the root chakra. That's red. And we're working now with the second chakra, which is orange, which is just a few finger widths down from the navel. Visualize there a beautiful ball of orange light, pure, vibrant, radiant orange light. And this chakra is associated with those things in our body that have to do with water, our blood, 
our lymphatic system. It has to do with our sexual organs and with our urinary tract. And it has to do with the element water, the element of flow, the element that helps us to adapt. It's almost like the chakra of adaptation. And as we navigate this world, as we navigate ourselves, it's very important to allow this energy of flow. So just visualize within yourself now at that point, at the second chakra, a ball of light, of orange light. And understand that as we work with this orange light, as we work with this chakra, we're allowing ourselves to be in flow. And if you're someone that has way too much flow, if you have issues with boundaries, if you're out of control, if you have a lot of strong emotions, then just visualize this chakra now coming into balance. This is also the chakra of our emotions, of our desires. So it has to do with how we feel. And so often we are absolutely, completely overwhelmed with our emotions. Sometimes they really rule us. So just allow that to, to come back into balance. Coming into balance emotionally, coming into balance physically. Second chakra also works with our immune system. So during these times of flus and pandemics and all sorts of things, good to have a really healthy immune system that's not stagnant, that's not overflowing, but beautifully in balance. Think of a really beautiful river somewhere in your travels that you might have seen where it's not dry, it's not drought season, where it's not flooding, but where the river is just in beautiful natural balance. Bring that energy now in your mind. Bring it into the colour orange and let it resonate there at the second chakra. It's also a very important place for our creativity, the second chakra. So just feel with the vibrancy of the orange your ability to be creative, growing, expanding, creative in any way, any ways at all, physical, mental, any way at all. Just feel that expansion in that chakra. Visualize now the beautiful orange light reaching down into your legs, 
all the way from your hips, your thighs, down into the knees, down into your lower legs, into your feet. And just visualize the flow, flow through the blood vessels, healthy flow in the lymphatic system. Visualize the orange from the second chakra now reaching up, up through your trunk, through your abdomen, up through your lungs, your chest, bathing all of your internal organs with orange light, with healthy flow, healthy emotions, vibrant creativity. Visualize the orange light reaching up through your shoulders that are relaxed, through your arms, down into your fingertips, and feel that orange light just flowing into those fingertips that are bursting with creativity. Allow that orange light now to manifest through the neck up through the head into the face so that you vibrate with this freedom, with this flow. Up through all of the brain, washing your brain with orange light, allowing everything to flow. Gently, gracefully, Wherever there is any issue, the beautiful energy of water just dissolves everything gently in a healthful way, gracefully. And then visualize now that this orange light is reaching out of every single pore of your body all around you, 360 degrees down into the earth, back to the mother earth, out around you into the atmosphere, up to the celestials. Visualize it going to all beings on earth, everywhere, allowing them to be healthy, allowing them to be creative, allowing them to have this beautiful ability to be in flow and adapt to change. Gently opening your eyes, taking a few deeper breaths. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next week. Thank you, Pam. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinelli of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.